Spirit of Marilyn calling me audibly. Balling, she said that she would never leave. Continue to torture me, telling me to come with her. Underneath my comforter, and she brought a gun with her. Pills and some rum with her. Took me on the balcony, telling me to jump with her. Yeah, I'm in the ghost, but I ain't doing stunts with her. I ain't trying to be that. Haters want to see that. But I got him aggy, cause I win the gold like Gabby. She's just a girl and she's on fire. Welcome. This is Yolanda McTeer. You are tuned into my radio show. And as you were waiting, you heard at the start of the show the Basketball Wise theme song, and you were listening to Alicia Keys featuring Nicki Minaj on fire. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, my guest today, that is exactly what she is. She is on fire. I am pleased to announce Sania Sama the newest, fabulous Basketball Wives member is here. I'm going to bring her live momentarily, but I must give her credit where credit is due. For those of you who may not be familiar and getting familiar with her, she is a woman who is doing it and making it happen and a multi-entrepreneur. She is a celebrity wardrobe stylist, personal shopper, salon owner, hair supplier, celebrity hairstylist, fashion designer diva, trendsetter. Now she's branched out to another level, being a famous reality TV star. Once again, without further ado, I'm not going to keep her holding. The switchboard is lit up. Thank you all so much for supporting. We are going to now officially join Sania Sama. Welcome Hello. to Empowerment for All. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> that was an awesome introduction. I, thank you. <laughs> I have to give you your credit where credit is due. Thank you and so much. you are making it happen. And can, I'm going to share with you, you have inspired me to go to another level, meaning that there's thank no you. restrictions on what a woman can do. There's no limitations on what she cannot do. So on today's show, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do something different. Sania Samal okay. always gets the typical. I know she does. Oh, well, who are you dating? Who are you talking about? 
on the Palmas for all, <laughs> we're going to take it up a notch. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to gear today's show for women in the spotlight, like Samia, Sama, making it happen, but who have endured pain from their past, gone through the fire to get where they are, people trying to discredit them, and been portrayed, but yet she has come forth as pure gold. Thank you. Sunia, I know your journey for where you are now, being a new and bright upcoming reality star. There was a journey Mm -hmm. in that process along with everything else that you've acquired in your life. Share with us how were those obstacles, trials, storms, upside downs, negativity, and people who betrayed you, what did you do to get yourself through it all? Well, um, I'm really not a stranger to betrayal because, like, for most of my life, I mean, I've had friends, even going as far back as, like, high school that are still great friends to me now. But throughout the years in this in, in this situation and in this industry, and just being like a popular person, you meet you tend to meet different people, different walks of life, and you know everybody is not always who they appear to be. So I'm not a stranger to like betrayal, and you know it's it's happened to me like numerous times. However, when I consider someone a friend and I am a friend to them, that's when it like hurts the most. So, I mean, you know, I mean, of course, something like that, when it happens to you, of course, it's painful. Um, you have to go through it. You have a hard time, like, trusting people and opening up to people, which is why I'm sort of like the way I am now. I'm very, like, have my guard up. I'm very aggressive. I'm very, like, you know, just always have, you know, like, to be always on point or whatever. But, I mean, it's just like the people that, that know you and love you know what it is, and that's pretty much who I always aim to please and you know like I don't want to disappoint them and and things like that but like when that sort of thing happens to you you just have to pick yourself up and just move forward because I've never lost a friend that I've ever wanted back and um being as though I am the person that I am and I'm always a true friend and ride a thousand percent it's, it's a loss to them and you know not to me and it pretty much says more about them than it does me when people do stuff like that. So, you know, I always tend to just get over it. I mean, it does hurt, but I've always learned to move on. Wonderful, wonderful. And it was something that really stood out that you just said. When you find out that people betray you, you knew they were not a friend. And Mm -hmm. I know many of my listeners, along with myself, um, you know, doing some different things in my life, I'm experiencing that. And would you agree, it, it really does hurt because you know genuinely in your heart that you've been truthful, kind, and a real friend to them. And then when they show you the truth, them, you're like, huh, excuse me? It just really hurts. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So on your your journey of doing all these multiple uh, entrepreneur things, did you find that each one of these were just a passion and you said, you know what, I'm not going to restrict myself, I'm just going to go for it? How did you get into, you know, doing so much? I think that is such a great thing because not only are you not standing still, you're constantly moving and growing. Mm-hmm. Well, I've always been, um, like throughout my whole life, I, I come from a family of like hairstylists, barbers, and we've always been into that industry. So I, I, I grew up in that lifestyle. I was 11 years old working in my aunt's salon, 
She was the top stylist in our area. She and she's well known. So from a kid, I just really watched her and always admired her for, you know, what she does, being a stylist and all. So I've always wanted to do that. Even just, like, going back as far as, like, playing with dolls and clothes. And, you know, I was very spoiled as a child. So, like, dressing Barbies and just stuff like that, I've always known that I had a passion for that. Um, moving forward, you know, just, like, working in my aunt's salon forever, um, at the age of 16, going into 17, I opened up my own salon and branched off on my own. So I've always just been a go-getter and just always wanted to have my own and just, you know, just been motivated by the people that were in my life. And as far as me being a stylist, I've I've just always just like to to get dressed and, you know, like have like the latest clothes and just look good. I never really wanted to be a stylist. I never really like desired to be one. But what happened was at the time, an artist that I was working with um, was, was coming into his own. And I used to, you know, being as I've always done hair, I used to be um, braid his hair and everything and, like, get him prepared for, like, shows, photo shoots and stuff like that. So when he made it as an artist, as this big rap artist, and um, had a budget for wardrobe styling and stuff like that, they appointed him someone to dress him, and he was more comfortable, you know, with someone that he's known over the years and someone that's um, worked with him prior to being a, a big artist, free of charge. Like, I've never even made money off of you know, the hair side of things, I was pretty much doing a favor for his manager at the time. And when he got his big break, you know, the blessings ran over to me. And he just really was adamant about me being a stylist and wanting to be his stylist. And in the beginning, I got like a hard time because I had never done it before. Um, the labels never heard of me. And, you know, I had a hard ways to go trying to just prove myself as being worthy of that position. And, Lo and behold, I, I did prove myself to be a great stylist as, as far as, you know, he was concerned. And that's pretty much how my styling career took off. And can I tell you, and I know I speak for all your fans as well, you do a <laughs> wonderful job at styling. Thank I actually, you. We're going to keep in so touch much. because I want to touch bases with you long enough <laughs> that this show is done. I want you to do some styling things for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, I've got to chime in to you being, you know, the Fresh face, the fabulous face. You bring in the body, you bring in the style, you bring in the fashion, you to basketball wise. How was Thank that you. after your first, you know, a couple of episodes seeing yourself? And mm-hmm. I've noticed that, of course, you were going to have your critics. That's normal. When mm-hmm. you have your haters, that's mm-hmm. fine. Without, without mm-hmm. haters, we wouldn't be successful. It's all good. How yes. do you? handle that when the negative comes in and you know you're like hey I'm on my game I'm doing me how do you how do you how do you handle that oh okay so this journey is it's been it's been it has its ups and downs of course I you know I'm I'm absolutely blessed to even be in this position because like I said out of all the people in the world you know I got chosen you know to to be on this show and I came in not really representing um, an athlete, not being linked to an athlete, not really carrying someone else's name, just really holding my own. And, you know, my introduction being as I was so adamant about not wanting to be linked to anyone, as, you know, as far as me being a stylist, that's how they introduced me. So my introduction as being a stylist and then the situation that happened with the style disaster, I mean, it's a, it's a reality show. I mean, there is editing involved, and I'm not going to just blame everything on editing, But, you know, a lot of things that what people don't understand is that when you're filming a show, um, 
my first couple scenes were on location, which means that from the time you get there until the evening, the nighttime, until you wrap, there's cameras on you a thousand percent. So, you know, by this being my first time even doing this and, you know, I'm, I'm by myself. I don't have like friends in this group. I'm alone. I'm just standing alone. I'm doing me. Um, you know, I like to have a good time. I like to drink. I like to turn up as well as the other castmates. But if you watch reality TV, you see how there's a storyline. So I'm I'm this girl from the East Coast. I'm from Chester, Pennsylvania. I've lived in Philadelphia and Delaware. So that's like the tri-state area. I'm introduced as this Philly girl. You know, we come across a little hard with this don't take no mm-hmm crap attitude you know so and I'm just being me so I come into a situation where it was hostile from the beginning so I pretty much didn't really because I'm not going to be who I'm not just because cameras are on so if someone's giving me a hard time whether I came to do a job or not I'm going to try to be respectful as as far as I can but I'm not going to allow you you know, humiliate me or try to make me look like the bad guy, which I ended up looking like anyway. But, you know, if you're if you're dishing it out, then you should be able to take it. So for that first scene, that's pretty much how that went. It was hours and hours of filming, and then you guys only get to see about four minutes of something that took all day to shoot, which happened to be the worst four minutes concerning me. But, I mean, once you tune into the show a little more, you'll kind of see how things start to change and then how I get an apology from a few people. You know what I'm saying? Because things really aren't what they appear to be as far as the show is concerned. And, um, I mean, that's just what it is. Even when I had, you know, at the table, you know, I've had a couple cocktails from me drinking like all day. And, of course, by the (laughs) time I get to dinner, I'm like absolutely like just lit. So, you know, that's, and, and then I blame myself, not blaming anybody else for my actions because it's all me. And, you know, when I get there, you know, I'm not, I'm not pacing myself. I'm not really prepared for a whole day of filming. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I've had, yeah. you know, like weeks and weeks and weeks of filming. Like my very first time, I was just really thrown out there. And, you know, I kind of, you know, handle myself. And if, Are there things that I wish I could change from that? Yes and no, because I learned from it, so it's it's really not a loss to me, but I, I have, like, young girls and kids. I have clients that are younger, and everybody looks up to me and, you know, my family, and I would never want them to think that that behavior is okay, you know? So okay. that's pretty much the only regret that I have from my Palm Springs scene is just that me just being drunk like that and looking like a bully when I'm really not that. You know, so that's pretty much the only regrets that I have from that, but I also learned from it, so I'm okay with it. Well, you know what? Honestly, you did a fabulous job. You kept it real. <laughs> I don't care uh-huh. what the critics were saying. You just kept it real, and that's what it was about. You could tell. Thank you. you. didn't mind. Okay, I got a camera. This is going to be Sunia Yasuma without these cameras or with these cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And you could definitely tell everybody was like blown away, like. Mm-hmm. And this was a lot of yes, those girls first time meeting me, so it's like they're like, "Who the heck? Like, who is this girl?" You know, because I'm not doing it for the. This is just me. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, it's, I'm, yes. I'm upset that you had to get to know me in this way. Had you had time to warm up to me, you would you would know that I'm like a really cool girl. I'm a fun girl. You know, I'm a loyal person. I'm a great friend. But later on in the season, you will see me start to make bonds with other people. And, you know, other people tend to change their opinion of me. Like, oh, my gosh, she's really cool. And she's this, she's that. So you get to see that as the show moves on. It just sucks that you have to just wait a week to even just see me progress in the show. Well, I'm steady too. Did every episode, so I'm gonna see it all the way through. I'm, uh-huh. I'm like glued. Nobody calls me. Don't talk to me. Don't text me. Don't do anything. It's uh-huh. basketball wise time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I am a diehard fan and will stay a fan. I just truly hope mm-hmm. that you return, even for the next season. I mean, because you have brought mm-hmm. some spice. You've taken it to a new, you know, presentation because a lot of people get tired of the same. We know pretty mm-hmm. much what to expect now from the ladies, and you yes. have brought that double spice because even with the newer ladies, yes. they're not bringing it. I do apologize. So I'm keep well, it they've real, been doing that's it for a long time, and I can see them getting tired. You know, I, they've been doing it for a very yeah. long time. Like those ladies, Evelyn, Tammy, even Jackie, they've been doing this for about 10, 11 years. So I can see right. where, you know, it just it's because it takes a lot to even do this. You know, like yes. being involved in it, it takes a lot to do it. So, you know, I still respect all of those ladies, but I get what you're saying. Like people want to see something new, something fresh. And, you know, like I'm glad that I could bring that to the show. And um, you guys are, are witnessing, it, witnessing, it, witnessing it firsthand. And I just hope I don't let anybody down. You won't. And like you said, the, the ladies, you know, the vets, as we would call them, you know, Sean. Mm-hmm. They call Evelyn, them the OGs Jackie. on the show. They're the OGs. <laughs> yeah, the OGs. <laughs> We're the newbies yeah. and they're the OGs. Right. But, the old, you know, the OGs, I love them too. But the new Gs mm-hmm. that they brought in with you, out of all mm-hmm. of the newbies, you are the most fabulous. That is my. I appreciate that. that. <laughs> I appreciate made, that. They made a, a right choice. Uh, awesome. Now, uh, I'm going to have to chime over quickly. Now, mm-hmm. being that you came on basketball-wise, was that something that you decided to do or the producers asked you to as far as bringing out I was asked that infamous show. statement about, you know, this <laughs> ultimate million-dollar man? <laughs> who entered into your life that you once upon a time mm-hmm. you know, were very uh, close with? Was that something you decided mm-hmm. or the producers? Um, here's the thing. I was asked to, to do the show. I was contacted to do the show back in 2014 when um, they were trying to, like, shake things up a little bit back then. Um, things didn't really go as planned, and then they took, they were on like a sort of like a hiatus and didn't really film for like a year, I guess, trying to get things together. And then fast forward to like 2015, they were trying to branch off into another um, another state, sort of like start a new franchise, and I was casted for that. We've, um, I'm not even sure if I could even speak on this, but I'm doing it. But anyway, we were supposed to do Basketball Life New York. And I was cast okay. for that show. So we started filming that. And, um, you know, things didn't go well with that. Um, over at VH1, they kind of had, like, you know, like new things, new people. And I guess they were kind of like, I don't know, however, it didn't, it didn't, they didn't get greenlit. However, they ended up scrapping the whole L.A. cast and bringing in new people. And then, you know, I was chosen to be a part of L.A. And um, with that being said, like I said, with the Palm Springs scene, being as I filmed in New York, there was a lot of things that the producers knew about me prior to me coming in on L.A. 
So they already knew about the relationship that I had years ago because it looks like it's current and it's not. It's Mm -hmm. about 16 years old. It's very old. But they already knew about the relationship that I had with someone years ago. And it was a great story. And, you know, they wanted me to talk about the story. And, of course, I'm open to talk about it. But currently this person is married. And I want to have respect for this man's relationship. I'm not really sure where he's at in his life. Him and I don't talk. And I would never want to come between his happiness or his marriage at this at this present point. Because anything that him and I had is in the past, and I would like for it to stay there. But um, like I said, back in Palm Springs, of course, I'm you know I'm drinking, I'm turning up. And I was asked the question, and I wasn't going to be fake about it. And, you know, I, I told a story. Once again, it was a, a long story, and you guys only got to hear about two minutes of it. And it kind of looked a little messy, you know. So that's okay. pretty much what okay. that was about with that situation. Um, I am. We are not dating. I'm not dating anyone in the league. I am, you know, like I've been off that. And the person that I talked about I have much respect for, still admire him to this day, but that's not my situation. He's married. He's with someone, and hopefully they're happy. Wonderful and very well stated on your behalf. Very classy. I like mm-hmm. that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, let's take it over into today's love life. What is going on <laughs> with Mia? So, my, who is the special man that I know a special man has grabbed you now? Because I go fabulous I mean, walking around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm single because I'm not married. However, um, I am dating someone that I, you know, I, 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 it's 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 kind of new. But we're growing, and um, I would really hope that this would be the one. I want to be very careful about really what I say about this person because they want absolutely nothing to do with this TV show, like this industry. Like, Mm -hmm. he's very low-key. He supports me a 1,000% with everything that I'm doing. But, you know, if I say a name, he's going to be pulled into all this drama. He hates this drama. He hates it. (laughs) But I am dating someone. Okay, mm-hmm. well, much success, and hopefully I will invite you back and we'll be talking about your wedding because I know you're going to walk down the aisle <laughs> just drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah, I think I'm ready for that. I think I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. Well, I stand, I stand in touch and agree with you that it will happen and your relationship grow and prosper and nothing but continual success and happiness and stability come to you, Sania Sama. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you're a great woman. Uh, just listening to you, talking with you today, I mean, there's just no wrong that you can do as far as going forward with your prosperity in your life. <laughs> yeah, I, I really am really looking forward to some more upcoming things. Now, for those who are curious, uh, you know, women, like we are, you know, women, we love mm-hmm. fashion and it was mm-hmm. so ironic that you said it on the show, and I know you were jabbing at her because she was getting on your nerves. But <laughs> when you said, I thought, you know, you, you, you can't afford. But, you know, in, in the reality sense, for women who uh-huh. really can't, you know what I mean, um, who are trying mm-hmm. to you know, upgrade themselves, but the funding is minimal. Yeah. What, what yeah. do you advise them to do so they can still look good? Of course, they might not have, you know, to go get the Rolex and, the, you know, the Christian Louboutins, but they, they want to still be looking good when they step out. Mhm. 
Sure. Um, see, my thing, even what I like to do myself as far as fashion, I'm big on accessories. They're, you know, timeless pieces that you can buy and invest your money into, and they pretty much never go out of style. So that way you can dress like high and low is what I call it. Like, you know, on the show I kind of call it like ghetto chic. Um, you know, I, if I have money to afford like a nice belt, a nice bag, or something like that, then the outfit doesn't really matter. Because these this day okay. and age, it's, it's like social media. Everybody wants to take a picture. Everybody wants to take a selfie. So it's like you spend hundreds of dollars on like a dress or like some clothes or something like that, and then now you can't even wear it anymore. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh-huh. I don't really yeah. focus too much on clothes at this point. I'm more so into accessories, a nice shoe. Um, if someone's on, like, a budget, I'm not really sure, like, what their budget is or, like, what you can afford. But there are really nice shoes out here. To get yourself some nice shoes, get yourself a nice bag. It does not have to be Chanel, Gucci, or any of those things. They have very nice bags, um, Michael Kors or, you know, something like that, something very affordable, mm-hmm. but quality. You know, just get yourself some mm-hmm. quality pieces, like accessories. And you could pretty much throw on jeans, a tank top, anything and but accessorize and dress it up people will overlook the rest of it you know what i'm saying so it's sort of like yes it's just high and low and then once again you can if once you buy quality things like a nice shoe a nice bag a nice chain belt something like that you can always put that stuff on with something else it's not like you're wasting money on clothes when you can't wear them again Wonderful and very good advice. Now, uh, I know we're winding down on time, so I'm going to get in my last couple of questions, and I'm going to let you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, hair, because, of course, you are that hair, <laughs> the hair to go to person. Yes, that's, that's my hair favorite supplier. thing to do. <laughs> yes. And, you know, hair uh-huh. is hair. Women, we love hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do you recommend for a woman who may not be able to afford, you know, the quote-unquote high-end hair but still wants to look good, what would you recommend for her? This is hard because I'm very passionate about my hair. Like, if you look on the show, the producers never recognized me every time I showed up to scene because I had a different wig on every scene. Like, you could never Mm -hmm. identify me (laughs) by my hair because I love hair. That's always been my passion, even as a child. Now, I really, really, really don't like to cut corners on hair because it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, being as though this is the industry that I've been in my entire life, it's really no way around your hair. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the first thing a person yes. sees when they look at you, and you should always invest in your hair. And this is why I say invest. Like, right now, if you're into hair extensions, I would say get the best quality hair because when you think about it, like, the extensions that I retail – are good for over up to two years. So if you want to invest the three to four hundred dollars in hair extensions that you can repeatedly wear over and over and over again, it makes more sense than to just go to a hair store and spend a um, hundred and something dollars or on just hair that's going to be tangled up, balled up. You're going to be looking crazy. It's not going to last. Every hair you have to rebuy hair, and you end up spending more money on that than you would have spent had you invested in like good hair. Because even, like, a basic install, if you have, like, good hair for that, like, the people who um, sew-ins I do and my sister, you know, we make units and do all those sorts of things, it lasts them for months at a time. Opposed to you getting an install with some hair that doesn't really, you know, opposed to, like, two, three weeks and months, like, you do the math. Like, you'll save more investing in quality hair and a quality hairstylist. So I don't really have any tips on, like, you know, I don't have tips on 
trying to save on hair because something like that, I really don't skip on. Like you really need to invest in your hair. And I totally agree. So for someone mm-hmm. like myself and my listeners who they say, hey, I want Samia, you know, to make me, you know, a piece or I want to come to her salon, how can they locate you mm-hmm. as far as buying the hair and also uh, your salon? Well, my website is currently being um, worked on. I believe it will be done, like, later on tonight. So you guys could check out my Instagram. I have my um, information on there. and Pretty much every post I put out, I'm always tagging, like, my hair salon. I'm located in Claymont, Delaware. Um, the address is there, 2811 Philadelphia Pike. Um, right now, I'm current. we have a, um, a business phone, but I like to work off my cell phone because I'm very hands-on. And um, I pretty much... Being as I do everything, I'm doing like brows, lashes, hair, I would like to schedule, you know, my own appointments because of time. So um, off my cell phone, but it's it's really text only because now I'm starting to get like calls from like people that are like weird, so I never answer this line. But you can text me at 302-588-8023 for business purposes only by text message. And um, in my bio, you have every, you know, like in my bio list, you know, the ways you can contact me for bookings and, you know, hair appointments and stuff, and stuff like that. So my social media, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not really active on Facebook. Everything that I post on Instagram is linked to it. So, therefore, if you go, if you see me on Facebook, it is me, but I'm not currently on there. So if you leave a message or a comment, I don't, I hardly ever see it. I'm pretty much always okay. on, like, Instagram. So everything's in my Instagram bio. Wonderful. Well, once again, Samia, Sama, it has been a joy, a pleasure, and a delight to talk with you today. Thank you for sharing so much with us here on Empowerment for All. And I am going to ask you this. In the future, would you do me the honor and come back again? Absolutely. This was fun. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was actually my first interview with doing the show, so... I'm prepared for what everybody else has to bring, you know, so I'm good. <laughs> well, no, here at Empowerment for All, this is what I do. It's to empower. It is to, you know, encourage. It's to be uplifting and to bring nothing but kindness and goodness because mm-hmm. we know out of all the negativity we deal with in our lives, it is nice to just have a refreshing conversation and go on mm-hmm. with our day. And Thank that's you. what I try to strive for here <laughs> at Empowerment for All. I'm uh-huh. not going to detain you. I know my time is up with you, but I I'm want in to no be rush. I'm in no rush. If you, yeah, if you have any questions or if your listeners have any questions, you know, I'm free to answer because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not in a rush. Okay, wonderful. Well, for someone like myself, and I'm going to speak for a lot of ladies, but I, you know, like you, I pretty much, I, took, I don't hold back. You know, it's I keep it real. Uh, mm-hmm. Anytime that you've gone through, I noticed with the show, you had put a posting up. Uh, people start questioning things, and you had put, you know, uh, you know, a mug shop up. And I think well, I admired you for that for the simple reason that mm-hmm. you kept it real. The reason why mm-hmm. I relate to that is someone like myself. Uh, I'm a woman who has come from the stages of being a stripper to the pages of the mm-hmm. Bible, turning my life around. And it is amazing awesome. when you start to flourish and do things, how people always try and dig up the negative. Mm-hmm. And I, yes. would you agree that they do that? Just to try, oh, they to can't see if wait. You're strong enough. <laughs> they can't wait. <laughs> they are the devil. Always once once God has placed you in a position that um, that others 
really can't even fathom being in or see themselves in that position. The devil always tries to attack it. That's why I made a, on, on my post, I, I put in there that um, he never said that weapons wouldn't form. He just said they wouldn't prosper because a lot of times I do feel like, you know, like, why wow, I'm trying to do all the right things. I'm trying to do this. I'm, you know, I've changed my life. I'm doing X, Y, Z. And there's always seems like the devil was always busy. But with that being uh-huh. said, there has never been a time that my God has ever let me down. Even when I felt as though like there were things that I wanted, whether it be relationships, whether it be jobs or different positions, because like I said, I was supposed to have done basketball wide in 2014. It's 2017. Uh-huh. That didn't happen then. So I'm just looking at it as, and my God was letting me know that it wasn't my time yet. Because even back then, I had people around me that weren't really true friends of mine, um, you know, people that didn't um, have my best interests and, and it, you know, at heart, like men that I was dating. I was being, back then, I was single, so I was dating different men. You know what I'm saying? So had I been blessed with that opportunity back then, who knows how that may have turned out? You know what I'm saying? Like right now where I'm at in my life, I'm fully prepared for everything that is coming my way, whatever, anything that God has to offer. I feel as though right now that I'm fully prepared for it. I have all the right people around me. I have the support of my family and friends and even the guy that's in my life right now. So I don't really look at things like a loss. It just prepares me for for greater things to come in the future. So that's why I said that. You know, you didn't say that weapons were informed. They just won't prosper. Yes, and I agree with you. That is the key. They will form because we all are not mm-hmm. going through. They just won't prosper. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, once again, will agree with you all the time. You might have thought it was that time because they presented it to you, but God knew. Always. Always. Even in relationships with like guys that I thought that I loved so much, oh, my God, I just have to be with him. And it's just like, oh, my God, ew. You know, like now it's just like, thank you, God, for protecting me from that because I do not wish to even ever have been in that situation. You know what I'm saying? So now I don't question him. I used to be like, you know, why me and this, that, and the third. So when you really just let go and let God, great things happen. You never know where your life will go. And once again, so true. And also, too, (laughs) to share with the audience that strength, and I know you've gone through it and I have as well, but your explanation of how you go and grab that strength when the unsudden, suddenly blow comes. What I mean by mm-hmm. that is when God closes the door, and when you think, hey, I'm going right through that door, I'm on my way, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this, and God just unplugs mm-hmm. everything. And your body mm-hmm. froze because you're like, wait a minute, Lord, what happened? Whether it's yeah. you lost your job or something didn't go through, like you said, a relationship. And you know, women, we're very emotional. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you tell them to empower them to get through that? Well, first of all, you have to stay prayed up. Always keep God first. Whatever God you serve, keep him first. You always need a strong support system behind you, be it family, be it friends, be it the person that you're in a relationship with, a boyfriend, husband, companion, or what so have you. And just, like, always believe. Don't take no for an answer because a lot of times we're our worst enemies. And I I have people in my life that – are hard on themselves, they give up easily, and I'm that friend that's going to push them, give them a kick up the butt, and let tell them, no, go get that, that's yours, you know, go claim it. So you just need friends like that. I try to always avoid yes men. That's like, I have a friend that's been in my life over 20 years. We're total opposites. And people always look at us like, how are they friends? 
because this is someone that I've never had to question. We don't like none of the same things. She's not jealous of my shoes. She's not trying to have sex with my man. Like, it's, I know that this is my friend genuinely. She doesn't bite her tongue. Mm-hmm. She tells it like it is. You know what I'm saying? So those are the type of people that I like to have around me. A lot of people like to stroke their own ego. They want the yes men around. Like, oh, my God, you're killing it. Oh, my God, so what, girl, this, that, and the third. When I made a fool out of myself on television, I didn't have a friend call me like, so what, you still look good, girl, F some, F the haters. No, like, my friends called me like, yo, you slipping. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself together, watch your drink, and watch this, that, and a third. So I surround myself with people like that, not people that's going to just tell me anything because they want to be on the bandwagon and rob my coattail. My friends let me know what it is, my family as well, and the person that I'm dating. So once you have a strong support system and don't take no for an answer, believe in yourself, have very get your self-esteem together, work on you, all of that stuff that whenever you're feeling down or you feel as though like you're being defeated, you will come, you will make it through. You'll get through it. Yes, yes, such a powerful, powerful um, empowerment, you know, answer. Thank you so much for that. And ladies, mm-hmm. those of you that are listening and also if you haven't tuned in and will hear the show, because my show uh, will air on my website continuously. Okay. As you Maybe chiming in or tuning in just now. I'm talking with Sania Sama, the newest member of Basketball Wives. And she has just really, really even uplifted my spirit today. Because a lot of times people oh, thank don't know, you. you know, you could be you can be, you know, smiling but you're going through something. And like mm-hmm. yourself, knowing that, you know, the weapon can form, it just won't prosper. And that's what it's mm-hmm. all about. You've got to get that strength and you've got to move forward and say, Hey, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna have this and you all right, you need people that are going to say, look, mm-mm, that ain't right. No, you know you don't need to do that. Get over here. Get on your game. Do this. Because you know they're being true. Mm-hmm. It's constructive yeah. criticism. It's to help you and not hurt you. And that's exactly. definitely what we need. Um, dating um, for someone even like myself and many other women, I noticed you chimed in on that also. What advice would you give to women? Because a lot of women aren't strong. I you know, uh-huh. I'm familiar with what you said. Hey, mm-mm, no, you know what? Mm-mm, no, I'm so glad <laughs> with you. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh-uh, you got that. <laughs> I want to be say, honest with you. I'm, I'm not going to give anybody advice on dating because now I'm still trying to figure this. I'm, I'm not trying to curse. Figure this stuff out myself. <laughs> I don't have any advice for anyone as far as dating because I've gotten it wrong so many times. Who am I to be an expert on anybody's love life? So I'm just going to say pray on it, sleep on it, and if when God talks, just listen. I love it. Now, to me, do you think you got it wrong? <laughs> or do you think, you know, like myself and many other women, those men were just supposed to cross our path on the journey they were. for us they to meet our king? Were. They That's definitely were, but I didn't know that until <laughs> afterwards. So, once again, I'm no expert on dating because at the time, anybody that I've been in love with, I've been 100% in love with, and I thought that they were the one, and they were not. So, they were definitely a stepping stone to to get where I am at, where I'm at now. So, hopefully, you know, with God's blessings and his grace that my journey will will end now, and this will be the person I'm supposed to be with for the rest of my life. But, ladies, just just pray on it. That's all I can say because I'm no expert on nobody's dating life. Totally understandable. Now share with us a day with Sania Sama. What oh my God! I mean, I'm so you, boring. You keep your body in shape. You make it happen. I'm put so the fashion boring. together. 
Do you get up mm-hmm. in the morning? You do breakfast? You work out? Give us a day. What is it like I, to be in the that's, that's a hard. That's a hard question because my life depends on the day. Now, and if it's a regular okay. Sunday, like today, I'm not doing anything today. I mean, I came into my salon to um to work on some like wigs and different looks for me to you know so I can look nice for you guys. Um, it may be a Thursday where I'm just waking up and, and going into my salon and I'm doing hair all day, or it may be like a Saturday where I'm invited to go somewhere and I want to, you know, turn up, get cute, do my hair, put on some nice clothes and, you know, go out and have a drink and a cocktail and just have fun with my friends. So my life depends on the day pretty much. I don't have like a set schedule. <clears throat> I do try to work out, but, you know, I'm a pig. I like to eat, so I, don't, I can't really fake. Like, you know, I, I work out. I'm in the gym. I'm doing this. I'm doing, I struggle with my weight. If you, and once you watch the show, you'll see that I came on the show um, roughly about 200 pounds. And in person, I mm-hmm. felt as though I look good. Like, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm looking at the show. Oh, my God, like, you look fat, you know, because that TV mm-hmm. camera adds weight. So you'll see me. Week by week, getting smaller and smaller and smaller because I've lost about 30 pounds since then. But that was just from embarrassment and then just stop eating because, like, I'm like, these people think I'm like that. So I can't, I don't have a workout regimen. I don't have any of those things. I've just, I've, like I said, I learned from experience on my first two episodes. I'm like, oh my God, girl, get it together. So that's just like me. That's <laughs> my life. Understandable, and congratulations on the weight loss, 30 pounds. That is absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful. It's hard for <laughs> some people you. to take off four pounds. You lost 30. Yes. Congratulations on that. <laughs> when you and have the world looking, can... you, you'll figure it out. <laughs> so you'll make it happen, correct? You'll make it happen. You'll stop eating. You'll stop drinking. You'll get yourself together if you care. That's true. Key word. You have to care and love you. <laughs> so yeah. Well, Samia, Sama, it has been once again such a pleasure and a joy to talk with you. Thank you. You've even uplifted my spirit today. And that's <laughs> great uh, to be able to have a guest on my show who's empowering, making it happen, multi-entrepreneur, and steady rising. Last question before I let you go. What can we uh-huh. expect from you in the future? Um, well, we still have a couple more weeks to go with the show. Uh, we're filming the reunion pretty soon, so you'll have to get to see how that plays out. Um, I, I can't really speak on too many things. Hopefully there will be another season. I'll be on that one as well. Um, but I want to get into more, like, stuff like this. Like, I want to branch off into, like, talk show hosting. I'm, like, a fan of um, The Real and stuff like that. So, like, I want to do different stuff. I want to step out of my element, my comfort zone. I want to talk to people more. And um, just I want to gear more towards that, like speaking and empowerment, because like I said, I do have a story. I, I want to get into writing a few books, which people tell me I should have been doing this years ago, because people, when they hear my story, I, I feel as I can save a lot of lives. And also, yes. you know, like, let people really get a, a peek into the real me, like who I am. So I think I want I think I'm going to start that. Wonderful. Much much success to you, and welcome on board. I'm going to welcome you early. I'm an author as well. I'm <laughs> welcome oh, to the Author you. Club. It's, yeah, it's going to be good. I know, and I'm going to buy my copy. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. wait. Um, yeah, sorry. Yes, much luck and success to you on everything that you do, and may God not only keep his hand on you in your life, protecting you as you travel to and fro and branching off in these projects, and I speak nothing but success and prosperity to you. Thank you so much. It was great being on this show, and 
it was awesome. I definitely have to do it again. Most definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been tuned in listening to Samia Sama, the newest, fabulous fashion diva on the hit show, Basketball Wives. Samia, I'm going to stay on the air for a few more minutes and talk to the audience. I'm going to let you go. Hugs and kisses. I am going to reach out to you because, as I stated, I'm going to talk to you about some personal styling. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Thank you so All right, much. My dear, have a lovely evening. Thank you. It was a pleasure and you as, as well. well. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, as you were listening, for those of you, I see a lot of you had just joined in. My switchboard was lit up for the entire show. That woman there is an empowerment by herself, but she's a strong woman. Samia Sama. I thank you so much today for tuning in to Empowerment for All. I am the CEO, Yolanda McTeer. Hugs and kisses to you, Sunia, once again. I look forward to having her back on my show in the future. We shared a lot. She wasn't restricted, but she kept it real. And that's what I do here in Empowerment for All. I keep it real. So for those of you who've missed the show or you want to go back over the show and hear it, Don't be discouraged. All of my shows are placed on my website after they air. Anywhere between 24 to 48 hours, it will be on my website. And that is www.ymcteerempowermentthenumber4all.com. Once again, www.ymcteerempowermentthenumber4all.com. Follow me on Twitter for new and upcoming shows at capital Y, capital M, C, capital as in Tom, I-E-R. Facebook, Yolanda McTeer. Also on Facebook, Empowerment for All. Instagram, Sassy and Saved, Y McTeer. God has blessed me with this show, and as you can see, flourishment, prosperity and elevation. People continuously stop by, bless my life, Hollywood, pastors, evangelists, anybody and everybody. You never know who God is going to send here to talk with me on Empowerment for All. Don't miss it. And until the next time, be blessed, stay focused, and be encouraged. I love you. Good night.